0: Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson. Good morning. It is absolutely frio outside. Very, very cold. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. If they say it's not, they're wearing gloves, I guarantee you. (laughs) We are here this morning, however, with a friend of ours who would not have the audacity to say that it was not cold outside this morning. It
1: was freezing Thank you. This
0: thank you. The, what, <laughs> a better introduction I could not have given. <laughs> Director of Development for Compass for Kids. You know her. I know her. Uh, we've spoken to her previously on our programs. Brandi Stabler, thank you so much for coming down once again.
1: It is such a pleasure to be back here to talk to you.
0: And she's not just saying that because we have heating. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I had to drive in the cold and <laughs> clean off my van and all of that. Oh,
0: we appreciate you so much. You know, what James Brown said you pay the cost to be the boss and you certainly <laughs> help to run the roost over at Compass for Kids. And we appreciate all the hard work that you and your colleagues do each day, uh, every day of the year, uh, even on the ones when we're maybe not thinking about about how the children are doing. Compass for Kids is still mm-hmm. doing that. And, uh, you know, to use the pun that, that I brought out last time, uh, every child probably could use a compass. Yeah, for sure. For those of our listeners who have not caught our previous discussions, mm-hmm. before we get into everything that we need to discuss at the start of 2024, Happy New Year. You too. Thank you. L- can we give our listeners a bit of a rundown. What is Compass for Kids and how do they go about helping uh, children as well as their parents?
1: Sure. Um, So Compass for Kids is a not-for-profit organization whose mission is to provide academic and social-emotional support for children and families who are underserved by the community. And what that means is um, th- there are all kinds of great youth programs out there. What sets us apart is that we are targeting a a demographic of children who have so many barriers working against them that it's difficult for them to get involved in other youth programs. Um all of the kids in our program are from low income families, and all of them are dealing with at least one additional risk factor. And those risk factors are things like homelessness food insecurity, suspected neglect or abuse, maybe they're in foster care, maybe they have a parent incarcerated, some pretty heavy stuff that they're dealing with. Um, we're not a program where people can just sign their child up. The kids are referred to us by Springfield Public Schools, District 186, and it's because we're looking for the kids who need us the most. Um our, we have three programs now. We had a huge year last year. Um, in addition to having our first building, we added a third program. So we have always served kindergarten through fifth grade students with a school year program, Club Compass, and a summer learning program, Camp Compass. This last year, we expanded to serve 6th through 12th grade students. So we have a school year program called Youth Leadership Development. Um, And what we did was we brought back some of the alumni of our elementary school program. And it was incredible to get them back in the fold of a Compass program. But now we can serve kids from kindergarten through 12th grade, which is amazing.
0: Absolutely brilliant. That was one of, for those who hadn't listened, haven't heard and want to go check it out on WMA. Why.com. That was one of my favorite parts of our discussion. Was hearing how uh, how sad the children were mm-hmm. to leave. Uh, Club Compass yeah, uh, and then how happy so many of them were, how thrilled they were to be yeah. able to come back and, and hang out with all the folks that they grew up with in so many ways.
1: Right, right. It It was always a sad day when they were graduating from fifth grade and realized that they had to leave the Compass programs. And it was sad for all of us, our volunteers and our staff, because we become trusted adults in their lives and a great safe encouraging place you know where there's food and there's academic help and we're helping them with their social emotional needs and finding hope and passion and all these great things um and the hugs you know that they know they're going to get when they're there and a good meal while they're there and snacks and um it's it it it's heartbreaking for them when they realize they're not going to have that anymore. So it's amazing now that we can just stick with them all the way through help them graduate from high school and have a good plan for when they graduate from high school and just help them get to a really successful place in their life
0: let's talk with trent r nelson speaking with director of development for compass for kids brandy stabler uh, joining us once again explaining to uh, to everyone uh, who maybe forgot, maybe did not hear our first interviews, uh, what Compass for Kids does, how it impacts uh, children and their families across Springfield, how, uh, how children are referred. So many really important variables that, of course, many folks aren't thinking about. They've got lots of things that they're doing, but institutions like Compass for Kids play a massive role in the development of our community, and so we really mm-hmm. appreciate the hard work that you all get into. The children are frustrated when they have to leave, and now there is a reunion of sorts, French word, we (laughs) get to be together again. It's wonderful to hear the children, of course, they don't stop needing love and attention once Mm -hmm. they reach sixth grade. Seems absurd. Now, with that being said, it is the middle of the school year, of course... Anytime a program is not occurring, such as the summer program, institutions are in planning mode, they are in uh, progress mode. Tell us about uh, that work. Uh, During this winter season, as well as how folks can contribute, whether their time, their money, uh, material resources, perhaps volunteering, even higher jobs. Educate us, please, Brandy.
1: (laughs) Sure. So, first of all, I'll direct people to compassforkids.org. That is a great place to get information about our programs, information about volunteering or making a contribution. We are in the midst of our school year programs, but we're starting the planning for our summer learning program. We need volunteers for both programs. We need for the school year program, weekly volunteers. So if you're someone that really has a heart for working directly with kids, and you would find it rewarding to be there every week, to get to know them, to, you know, help them transition from each portion of the program to sit and chat with them when they get there while they have their snack and be the one to to give them the warm smiles and the hugs and that kind of thing. And you, and you could do that on a weekly basis. We need that. We also need every once in a while volunteers, like dinner providers. That is an incredibly fun and rewarding way for kind of a one-off volunteer volunteer. volunteer opportunity or an every once in a while. If you have a group of friends or maybe your family or maybe you are a staff, you know, that wants to do a volunteer opportunity together to have a a bonding opportunity, you can plan the meal and shop it and come on site and cook the meal and serve it to the kids and have dinner with them. And I I did that recently with, um, I'm a Chamber of Commerce ambassador and a group of ambassadors we cooked the meal and um, did we actually did a, a holiday party for the youth leadership kids and it was so much fun to get to talk to them and they're excited about the the food <laughs> and you find out just what incredibly smart and amazing kids they are and it will touch your heart to be able to be there on site with them so we need dinner providers for both our elementary school and our youth leadership programs. Coming up for the summer, we'll be hiring teachers and face liaisons and administrators and literacy coaches and math coaches and all the things. And we will also need volunteers for, for the day. The afternoon program is volunteer run for Camp Compass because that's when we take the kids swimming and we take them on field trips and do all of those fun things. So all all of that information is on our website you can sign up to be a volunteer you can make a contribution we are a not-for-profit we can't do what we do without our community giving to us whether it be monetarily or with their time or maybe you want to host a snack drive you can contact us and talk to us about what kind of snacks we need all kinds of opportunities
0: let's talk with trent r nelson here with the director of development for compass for kids brandy stabler talking about the two school year programs that are currently ongoing that compass for kids provides the community with as well as the planning circumstances for the yearly summer program Uh, of which is crucial, children still need attention, believe it or not, during the summertime. Mm -hmm. This is not breaking news. Also talking about where you can go to learn more information about Compass for Kids, where you can learn how to donate your time, your effort, your resources, whatever you can. As you heard Director Stabler say before our last commercial break, It is absolutely crucial that the community care for the children, for, to be frank and honest, frank meaning free, (laughs) Compass for Kids is an extension of the community. It is an institution that, as Director Stabler noted, uh, functions with our benevolence and desire for it to. And so we should be conscious of this. And any way you can think of, hey, maybe you want to go cook a meal with some co-workers. That sounds like a uh, bonding tool. Mm-hmm. Go to what's the website again, Brandy? It's
1: compassforkids.org. You can also sign up for our newsletter there, our e-newsletter. So you can kind of keep up on what all is, is going on. And yeah, the, these kids, they are the future of our community. So... We, we need to care for them and help them be as successful as they can be.
0: Beautifully said, Director Stabler. And again, perhaps we should think of, amongst other things, our love and devotion to the children of our community as an investment in the future. We would like each generation to be more empathetic towards their fellows. And how do we create that? We must show the empathy and the care and the love ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, Director Stabler, over 700 children each year go through the Compass for Kids program. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us about the processes uh, by which Compass for Kids determines uh, the success of the programs, of the care, of the empathy that the volunteers and uh, paid workers show uh, every day. For the community's children.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's something that I'm very proud of um, with our organization. Is we we have very high standards um, for our work, and we we don't just we don't just rely on the feel good of you know we say we're doing these great things, and and we can tell all kinds of heartwarming stories that that will make me cry if I'm talking about them but we are also very data and results driven so we we always make sure that we can prove that our programs are being effective for the kids and that they are actually making improvements and strides in their academics and in their social emotional work so um, it's data that we track you know we do surveys of a parent and a teacher and a volunteer um, during our school year programs about the kids at the beginning of the year um, with the metrics that we've set for the you know the the goals that we have for them and then we do the same we survey the same people at the end of the school year program on those same metrics and see what kind of progress they have made and we do the same kind of thing for the summer program and what blows my mind so i've been with compass for only about a year and a half well it'll be two years in april um it still blows my mind the numbers that that we show. Um it's things like, you know, 99% of the kids showed improvement in their social emotional skills. So that's that's huge. And it just speaks to the quality of the work that the volunteers and the staff and the curriculums that we're using and and things like that. So we do a lot of really heartwarming things like, you know, the meals for the kids and sending them home with a bag of food for the weekend and the hugs and the smiles. But we are also making proven um improvements in their social emotional skills and their academics
0: fascinating stuff and of course uh, we all like to see some sort of uh, tangible evidence that what we're doing is making a positive difference and certainly uh, all the variables point to that uh, compass for kids does make a difference not only in uh, the youth in the in the kindergarten to fifth grade group but now with the youth leadership program uh, extending onward all the way towards the end of a child's public school career which mm-hmm. is super duper special mm-hmm. director of development brandy stabler uh, with compass for kids thank you once again for joining us and we better see you soon but also stay warm
1: yes you too thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: Pleasure is always all ours. Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson. Give your time and consideration and compassion to the children of not only our community, but of every community. For, as Director Stabler noted, children are the future, and we should take care of the future as if it were the present.